following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to another episode with your man, with the plan. If he cannot do it, no one else can. Mexican. Coming to you live from the city of corruption, the city of no return, Westerville, Ohio. Those who have listened to the remastered and republished and uncensored episode 141 know exactly what I'm talking about. Anywho, welcome. It is a beautiful sunny day in Westerville, Ohio. And today we're going to address some critics and also kind of tie everything together with the whole the whole thing that drives me nuts and it's my number one top pet peeve is the topic of hypocrisy. Getting mad about something, but then doing it yourself. So, let's let's start off by yelling at the critics. Hey, those who have listened and critiqued, I would like to point out, no, it is not harsh. This owning a friend is the hardest thing to do, but if you've ever gone through a breakup, if you've ever had, I don't know, a night in jail, I can assure you it's not that bad. You'll get over it. Because here's the thing. When you're sad, you stop being sad, and then you be awesome instead. That's, That's the motto, okay? You have a bad day, you have a bad hour, you have a bad week, guess what? You rezone, you become, you you be awesome again. That's why I don't believe in this whole concept of anxiety and, and depression, I mean, yeah, I've gone through my depressed moments, but I've also gone out of them. Well, it's not the same thing, Mexi. It's it's a whole, you know, neurobiological, you know, thing. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Fufu Doctor decided to create this Fufu concept. Kind of like ADHD. No, your kid does not have ADHD. Stop feeding him sugar. Put him into sports. Guess what? He'll calm down. So... The reason I bring this up is because, as you know, recently I've done that because one of my closest friends from Europe decided to, six months in advance and two weeks after I saw him, do the math, quote unquote, with his wife and decide, hey, I'm not... 
going to your wedding, despite the fact that I watched him propose to his first fiance, and I was there at the second, the actual second wedding. Well, you know, and also helped out. Coming from afar. Now, the only transgression that's been thrown in my face regarding this act is that in 2003, having just recently moved to Ohio, I decided not to go to Cancun with DX to have fun on the spring break. Truth be told, I've been in this country for 17 years. I've never once gone on spring break. Why? Because I'm either playing sports or I've had to work or I've had class. In 2003, I can assure you, my poor soul was not going to Cancun with no money. Especially Mr. Morales was not going to pay for me to go to Cancun having just arrived that previous September and going to school. Yeah, no. Sorry, guys. Oh, my Lord. Oh, how bad of a friend am I having not gone to Cancun? Oh, wait. But every other wedding that we've had, DX wedding one, two, and three. Oh, guess who was there? Even though he lives the furthest away. That's what I thought. Yet, rich boy Matthew, who is literally a couple countries away and maybe a train ride or two. Oh, yeah, he missed two of those. Hmm. Yeah. But again... I see your critique, and I understand, okay, the concept of putting your firstborn ahead of a best friend's wedding, I understand that concept. And if that was the case, I'd be okay. But since no one is able to guarantee me, and nobody fucking knows because it's basically six, seven months ahead, that that is the actual due date, October 13, 2019, then this is all baloney. A two-week window is a two-week window. I hope it is born ahead of time. Hell, we don't even know that yet because you got all these tests coming up and that's the thing. That's why the invitation says, let me know by August 13th because by then, if you know the exact due date and if you know that it's going to actually be on the 13th, then I'd be okay with you telling me, guess what, the doctor said this, I can't make it, unfortunately. That's a lot different. But telling me two weeks after I saw you that you did the calculations with your wife, no, that's a lie, and that's what pisses me off. And that's why I get mad. Had you told me, oh, yeah, uh, 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 yeah, um, my wife doesn't want me to go regardless of the two-week window, that's okay. That would have been different. That would have been like, yeah, my wife really doesn't want me to go. Okay. Or a better option would have been like, hey, uh, my wife really is a stickler and she's a biatch and doesn't like anybody doing anything. So I can't go, especially if the baby's going to be born during that two weeks. That's different. But that's not what was said. What was said was we did the math. There's no math involved, ladies and gentlemen. That's what people don't understand. I'm not pissed. The fact that he, the reason why he's not coming, I'm pissed at the fact that that is how he worded it. He chose to lie instead of just saying, hey, my wife's a bitch, she doesn't want me to go. 
the same wife who made yours truly stay in a hotel room when clearly there was enough room in, in, in his apartment. And also this morning sickness she kept speaking of. Yeah, I was there for maybe six hours total. I didn't once see her throw up. So, yeah. Also, this is the same chick that basically made us um, take a train. Because Senator Forbid would take her car and drive. That's why I'm pissed. Because of the lies and the deceit and the hypocrisy. Because had I done that, everybody would be up, up my ass. And that's the main issue. It drives me bananas. I don't have I don't expect that behavior from my fellow DX. This is why I keep saying, you know what? DX is technically dead. Because the only one that actually cares about putting all this together is this guy. I already know Matthew's not coming. But has he told me no? Because why would he? Right? Hell, even even the great Rom who begged me that when I got married to have the bachelor party in Vegas. That is actually happening. And you're trying not to come? Yeah. Oh, and speak, the little sidebar wedding update. My brother just informed me. Thank God he didn't book the Airbnb because that would have been sweet if there was 10 to 12, maybe more of us. But since there's only eight confirmed so far, yeah, we're getting suites at Caesar's Palace a lot closer to the middle of the strip. Thank you. You're welcome. Those of you who try to lie to me and say that the place was already booked, giving me addresses, again, I don't like that. I need to let people know. And now we have to change the plans. So, this hypocrisy of getting upset at other people not coming to the wedding, but then you don't come to the wedding, or the whole lying to my face, again, drives me bananas. Kind of like when school buses get allowed to stop all of traffic to pick up children, but yet when they're driving, they don't care and don't pay attention, and they hit other cars, and they're at fault. Problem with that is the school has... Depending on the district, sovereign immunity, so it's a pain in the butt. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, you must have UM coverage. UMUIM. Unless a police officer on an emergency murders someone, they're not going to pay for shit if they're in an emergency. That's called sovereign immunity. Everything has to be ran through every other means before they pay anything. And guess what? By then, they don't owe anything. Health insurance, car insurance, everything. This is why you need UM, UIM coverage. I get mine 
to American National, my man Ramo. Use the promo code Mexi, and you will save on your bundling. I have the umbrella policy, holy shit package. Give my man Ramo a call, and American National, a proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. Speaking of hypocrisy, it drives me nuts that somebody works, and I know I've mentioned this multiple times, going to a dentist that has no teeth, you, you're, you're, you're retard. There's no way. Why? Why would you? Why would you bank your life on somebody who has no teeth? Why would you go to a surgeon who's never had a surgery done or performed? You know, has never done a surgery. Why would you come to me for personal injury advice if I said I had, you know, the lowest demands out to adjusters of my firm? I don't. I have the highest. This month, I've been focusing most on helping with new client signups because, heaven forbid, somebody does their job and helping with the new system and going back and forth between the litigation office and our office because people don't know how to request shit. Yet, I still have higher demands than everybody else combined. The two new guys, I love them. They're actually doing well and are beating Emily as far as demands out per month. Now that she, you know, doesn't have the easy Christina files to send out. But yeah. So why would you, having worked as an adjuster, and now working as a negotiator, settling claims for personal injury matters, live in a shithole that has holes and is falling apart with no renter's insurance, and your car does not have high limits for UM coverage. Why? Why would you do that? Exactly. That's my point. That's my point exactly. Why would you almost get evicted living in your apartment complex and not have renter's insurance and not have basically, well, actually for a while, not have that license and then not decent car insurance. Oh, but you're the other negotiator too who likes to work from home. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah, we haven't had a work-related podcast. But yeah, again, the hypocrisy is the same. I wouldn't trust these two yahoos to negotiate a file on a claim when they themselves live in shitholes and smoke smoke weed 24-7. I would have filed another complaint by now. And this is the issue. When working for law firms, you need you are a reflection of the firm. The other reason I bring up the hypocrisy is that when I'm at work, the bitches, yes, because the females are the ones that started, complain about others, but then turn around and do the exact same thing. I watch our office manager with the bookkeeper and... Brittany complain about the other negotiator and Emily not doing a good job and not knowing what to do when I literally get yelled at by all three of them because a Spanish client that was not mine showed up unannounced, yet the new guy speaks Spanish too 
And they just let him sit there staring at the ceiling. Oh, had he talked to him, you would have figured out, hey, his name is so-and-so. Oh, Brittany would have said, oh, that's my client. Oh, let me look at the notes. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you? But then let's complain about Emily not knowing what to do. A good paralegal slash case manager should be trained in all phases of the process from the moment the client is signed up to the moment it gets done with litigation and should know all the ins and outs. Who does the subrogation for this? Who gets medical records from where? All of that needs to be known by everyone. What happens when you put a lien on something? What happens when you send a letter of protection? All these things should be known by everyone across the board. This is why with the two new guys, Josh and Johnice, I have a triangle now of people who only care about working and doing what they need to do to do a file. Last couple months, we had not that many new client signups. I was told this month to focus on helping Ethan because he's never in the fucking office. Oh, we already have a higher number than last two months. Oh, well, shocker. I wonder why. And the thing is, again, with the hypocrisy. Oh, I have a family emergency. I have to leave. But before he leaves, he done he does like 10 tasks. So oh, that's really a family emergency. And then he's back the next morning. His family's in Cincinnati. He's in Columbus. What the fuck is the emergency that you literally were gone half a day? Oh, yeah, nobody knows. Nobody also knows why it takes him two hours to do a PNC. The other day... Potentially new client for those who are new to the podcast. Thank you. The other day, I went to a chiropractor. Takes 10 minutes to get there. Drove 10 minutes. Came back 10 minutes. I was gone 30 minutes. Do the math. The whole the whole sign up took me 10 minutes. That is insane. I don't understand why others can do the same. It is very big at the office. This notion of hypocrisy. Family emergency. And I and don't get me wrong. I may seem very insensitive here. But if there's a family emergency. There's a family emergency. I will bolt out the door. Let you know. Hey I have an emergency. And depending on what it is. May come back to work. May not come back to work for a day or two. Somebody died in my immediate family. Oh yeah. Uh, unless it's Ricky or one of my parents. I can't really do much about it. Because Enrique is in Salt Lake City. So, yeah. Last year, when Tara failed bad because she ate some kind of bullshit and I was, you know, didn't know what to do. I'm like, uh, go to the fucking ER. I don't want to pay to go to the ER. All right. That right there, that means you're not that bad. Well, I'm going to go get a CAT scan because the urgent care went to said go to get a CAT scan. Okay. So you're scheduling a CAT scan at Westville Medical Campus, non-emergency. Okay, that's going to take a while. So I'm still at the office. Then she has the CAT scan, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go. I'm good. Everybody was like, well, you're kind of insensitive. Why why wouldn't you? Because there's nothing fucking wrong with her. Guess what? CAT scan comes back. There's nothing fucking wrong with her. JoJo, our receptionist. Mind you, it is kind of ironic that I don't get bullshit calls when she's not there. When she's not there, 
But when she's there, I get bullshit calls. Again, because she likes to transfer and not tell you who's coming over or not know. The amount of times I've been told this is Geico and it turns out it's progressive. Yeah, that's insane. You're so dumb you can't even remember who's on the phone. That's an issue. But because you're buddy-buddy with the attorney, you got rehired even though you already failed as a case manager because you don't know what the shit you're doing with personal injury. Oh, yeah. So when she's not there, the triangle, me, the two new guys, I can trust Brittany to at least let me know who's on the phone, office manager, and the bookkeeper. Oh, yeah. Nobody sends me a nonsense call because everybody actually looks it up before transferring. Oh, but when she's back in the office, all the nonsense calls start coming. And why is she not in the office? Oh, yeah. Family emergency. I had a funeral to go to. Oh, you didn't know ahead of time? I'm pretty sure funerals will just pop out of nowhere. Oh, and also, yeah, my dad's in the hospital because he's very old and he has dementia. Oh. So, you didn't know your dad had dementia? You didn't know that maybe when he has dementia, you should put him in a nursing home? Oh, you don't want to because something might happen? Yeah, if shit happens, shit happens, okay? Yeah, that's not a valid excuse to be missing five days of which that's fine because when you're not there, things are better. But when I have to do your job because we had a list to do for the new software and I had to, and I had to do your list of your files because you decided not to be there, yeah, that's an issue. When everybody else complains about their caseload and both negotiators have what maybe 90 cases emily has 160 one the new girl johnny's has 100 oh the new people don't complain everybody else is complaining yeah i'm the only non-attorney who has 230 cases yeah that's a lot for those who don't know And that's what drives me nuts. Like, I must remind myself that most people I encounter are hypocrites. Most clients are pigs. And things were worse at the old form. I'm at least getting paid to put up with the nonsense accordingly. Now, if you need to relax... Because you're stressed, may I suggest going to Hanneson Massage? I have my appointment this Saturday at 3 in the one over at Dublin. I referred people, guess what? You use the promo code MEXI, you save on your first sweetest massage, ladies and gentlemen. It's not that hard. You sign up for the membership with the promo code, oh, you save even more. Hanneson Massage, a proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. Just throwing that out there. Now, as I've said before, this notion of complaining but not complaining. Oh, let me bitch about this, but then go ahead and do the same thing. I don't like drama in the office. Oh, but then let's gossip with the office manager, the bookkeeper about other issues, other people. Yeah, no. If I don't, if I can't trust you to do a simple task, I might as well do it myself. I literally the other day 
watched Kevin, the negotiator, complain about Emily because he had asked for six months to get this bill through our system, ChartSwap, where you just enter it, upload the HIPAA, and it pops it right back out. And she hadn't done it yet. She had kept getting it back in error. Well, yeah, Emily, here's the issue. After I told you a bunch of times where to request stuff from, you were requesting something for Westville Medical Campus, who uses Columbus Radiology Corporation as their radiology bill entity, but you were requesting it from Riverside Radiology, who does Riverside Hospital, Doctors West, Dublin Methodist, not Westville Medical Campus. You were telling, giving Kevin wrong information about why it was taking so long. I said, Kevin, it's for the last fucking time. It's Columbus Radiology Corporation on ChartSwap. Here, upload it, do it yourself. Oh, his eyes lit up as if like, oh, I can do this myself this quickly? Yeah, motherfucker. Maybe if you quit smoking weed with the receptionist and try to bang everything that moves, you'd know this. Yeah, you'd have higher numbers if you do this yourself. And as I've always said, if I fucking kicked back a file every time something was wrong with it, instead of doing it myself because I know how to, I mean, I would never have the man's out. It's insane. And his eyes lit up because now he knew that he could do all of this himself and get things settled faster. Which is why... I get upset at everybody else who complains about Kevin. I, I complain about Kevin, but I also have understood that since nobody is capable of beating his numbers as far as negotiating goes, he's not going anywhere. And everybody likes to complain that, you know, oh, his clients get mad at him. No, his clients don't get mad at him. I've watched him do his own disbursements now. Nobody gets mad at him. I have yet to watch somebody blow up in front of him in a meeting that he scheduled. No. He comes in the office and doesn't work as many hours as he's supposed to, but that's a different story. As long as you're he if you're work if you're in the office three to four hours and putting up higher numbers than the other person, then yeah. I mean, nobody's gonna complain about that. Especially when the morons that do the complaining have slept with the motherfucker. So obviously, if he ever does get fired, that's a perfect sexual harassment suit right there. Which, obviously, everybody wants to avoid. Yeah. The attorney's not a dumb-dumb. But hey, had people listened to me and kept it in their pants, then yeah, this would not be an issue. I really can't trust someone who says, yeah, I broke up. With my boyfriend because he was terrible. But then six months later, because you're lonely, you start hanging out slash dating again. The exact same ex-boyfriend. No. I can't. I can't. The hypocrisy. I can't. Like, I can't even trust you to be smart enough if that's the kind of nonsense you do in your regular life. How do you live? How do you function as a human being if you can't do that? I was told the new software would be up by May 1st, and uh, yeah, it's almost June 1st, and it's still not up. I wonder why. 
Yes. Now, this exact same nonsense spews over to the clients. And their hypocrisy of, oh, I don't understand why this is taking so long. But then they never answer the phone. Well, that's part of the problem. Also, um, if you're telling me that you went somewhere by ambulance, but then I look up and, and see that you did not, or vice versa. Yeah, clients are idiots. I'm helping one of the lit attorneys because this file was actually mine. And I'm like, we should withdraw from this. This is insane. No, 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 no. Let's not withdraw from it. Again, the hypocrisy. You want to get rid of shitty files, but then the ones that are really shitty, you still keep. This person had her workers' comp claim denied because she fell and got hit by a car in a parking lot at Costco where she works. And it was supposedly hurt. She already had these pre-existing knee issues. Yeah, uh, David did an independent medical exam and said, yeah, she's full of crap. But we still have to file. My attorney says, let's talk to the client. Of course the client's going to say file. That's not the point. Oh, yeah, we're definitely not litigating this. Then you're basically wasting time filing only to withdraw. Oh, yeah, we're not litigating this. Well, guess what? That means it's a denial. Oh, another one of my cases down the toilet. I wonder who signed up that nonsense. And here's the thing. Back to intake and the hypocrisy. When Brittany gets mad at Ethan... About signing up bullshit. He goes, I'm not the one that has the final decision. Agreed. But you are the one that spins it in a way that makes Mike want to make money. Same thing with Madri. Oh, guess what? He's gone. Yeah. Because he was doing things illegally. Oh, look at that. Yeah. You're doing things the wrong way. You're, you 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 got to get gone. Okay. But yeah, if you're spinning things in a specific way and causing more work for everybody. Again, my pet peeve is the lies and the hypocrisy. But also, when I get mad at you guys at the office because for whatever reason you're pissing me off, it's not because of what is being done or said. It's because you're creating more time and work for me who already has the majority of the cases and yet I watch each one of you complain about having too much work the bookkeeper the other day was like oh I hate it when people don't tell me when they leave the office and don't show up for work Uh, I'm sorry the other day you left and didn't tell anyone I don't know what the emergency was but hey I didn't know you were leaving yeah it works both ways. I don't storm off and just go home and don't come back to work for the day because I'm having a bad day or oh, somebody's pissing me off. No. I don't take a five-minute break because, oh, my God, my clients are being too bitchy. If you can't handle the heat, 
Don't use fire to cook. And I'm just like, it pisses me off. Now we're at the point where we're signing up tortfeasers. For those who don't know what a tortfeasor is, that's the people that caused the accident or the people who are at fault. Because the chiropractor referred them, it's like, oh yeah, they're at fault. Well, I want to treat them. Yeah, we can use their med pay if they have it available and the three-way split. So basically the chiropractor already knows he's going to take a reduction. We already know we're going to take a reduction. Client's going to get a third of his med pay and get free treatment even though he's at fault. Yeah. Waste of time. I get it that we want to make money, but we're not poor. The firm is doing well. We shouldn't be telling people, oh, yeah, we can't represent you because you're the tortfeasor, but then do exactly that. I have one where I'm trying to convince Progressive that my pedestrian was crossing through the crosswalk when he wasn't. So, yeah, it's... I. I just can't with this hypocrisy. I can't. If my life was rid of hypocritical people and idiots, there would no longer be a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I would not even have a job. I get that. But that doesn't mean I can't vent, okay? Especially when deserved. Like I mentioned before, my wedding. All deserved. Venting. I'm sorry, critics, but... If I was in that scenario and I don't know exactly when the baby's born, guess what? I'd be at your wedding, but if I get told that, hey, my wife's in labor, I'm on the first plane back. Because guess what? That still takes about 48 hours to give that baby. Deliver that baby. But yeah. Yes. that That is... But that's... I'm sorry. I guess I ask a lot of people... Because I myself am very loyal and I would do anything for anybody I consider a friend. I lost a lot of friends over the years. Polly G, Greggy, who, heaven forbid, somebody votes a different way. And it's hypocritical. When you need me, you want me to be there. Oh, but you can't stand that we don't share the same views. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a witness at your wedding, but I can't get an address to send you an invite. My old attorney messaged me and said, oh yeah, I never got your wedding your wedding invite. Well, it hasn't been sent yet. Genius. Did you get the save the date? It was sent to the office. Oh, no. Okay. Luckily, I know that the old firm tends to lose the mail. But I know for a fact it went directly to your office. Oh, well, yeah. And then, oh, you're getting married in August, too. But, oh, I'm not invited. That's funny. That's funny. Very funny. Hmm. Still not going to invite anybody from the firm. Well, maybe my attorney and Amanda. Because everybody else... I mean, and that's the difference. If I can't stand you in the office and know how you are in the office, to me, your behavior in the office or at work is a direct reflection of how you are with life, how disciplined you are. I am the exact same person in the office as I am outside of the office. Nothing changes. 
And that's what people don't understand. I am not going to go out and have drinks with you if I don't value you as an employee, let alone a person. That's why I have my triangle. The newbies that I trained do exactly what I do. You know how refreshing it was that Josh, for the first time in years... Saw a call come in, picked it up, asked who it was, looked it up in my, in our system. It was my client, saw that I was on the phone, read the last note, and handled it. I was like, oh my God. And the client, and that's the thing. If you handle it and give them the answer they need, they're going to need to be transferred. That's what people don't understand. And if he's new and he can actually be a good receptionist, then who the fuck are we hiring to be our receptionist? Who can't even remember insurance names? Who's on the phone? We have no clue. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. That's insane. And same thing to answer the critics about the races. Yeah. Um... Nobody was trying to steal from anybody, okay? I'll ghost a race if it's less than a marathon distance, especially if the price is high. I don't give two shits about that. The whole Jeff Galloway, run a minute, walk 40 seconds, run a minute, one walk 40 seconds, that to me is hogwash. And of course, he could do it and still finish in a fast time because he's fast. And when he walks, he's actually speed walking. Not waltzing 20 minute miles And everybody takes that Oh yeah, no, 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 I can do that That's These are the people that drive me nuts The people that walk marathons And walk usually means run walk Because if you're speed walking the whole time I have no issue But these are the same gentlemen And ladies That complain Because of questionable results Without any evidence Oh hey Let's spread lies and say that, oh, yeah, so-and-so is banned. But then, hey, let's test the theory. And guess what? I entered my maniac number. And not only did it renew my membership, it sent me a new shirt. So clearly somewhere along the line... Because the emails that come with that, the thank you emails and all that, have, it used to have just the top three on there. Now it has top three and two other names. So clearly, they're willing to take my money out of the whole deal and don't care. Oh, but wait, they're, sp- they're bad mouthing me. Oh, but wait a minute, I thought I wasn't a member. To the point where the other club literally said, Oh yeah, they're saying you're not a member Then we don't want you as a member That's it's nonsense Hypocritical You run a club Where It's only half marathons And you're okay with everybody walking the race And not finishing within time limits As long as they finish Which to me that's an abomination of a, For the sport It's called running It's called racing 
The only reason I joined your nonsense club was because I wanted an extra award. I'm still going to get the award because guess what? All I have to do is do what you were going to do and pay, have me pay it. I will pay for it. Put in, put on there what needs to be put on there. Guess what? Tough noogies. Oh, you didn't present it to me? Oh. Oh, guess what? I want to sign up for a marathon in Iowa? Oh, yeah. I'm good. Thanks. Don't be. And also, speaking of runners, I hate it when you guys wear nonsense. Running is my superpower when you're walking half marathons. That's not running is my superpower. That's like, if you're fat ass. Because here's the thing you look bigger than me doing this, running halves. Oh, I ran six halves in six days. Yeah, they're halves. So that's basically you ran three marathons in three days. Same, same concept. Only you spread it out over six days. So yeah. I'm sorry, if you're if you look heavier than me and you finish halves with barely any training with with uh, three hundred pounds on you, yeah, please don't wear a cape that says running is your superpower. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, but you guys are against ghosting races? Oh. Okay. I'm against bib mules, I will give you that. I'm against cutting courses. With the proper proof. Like I said, refer back to my Larry Macon podcast. But I'm not okay with besmirching someone because of hearsay with no actual evidence, yet you're hypocritical enough to still claim that he's a member because you're taking his money. Yeah, I have emails too I can prove. That's. That's what I mean, critique, uh, cr- critics. It's the way things are being told and done. The hypocritical aspect of it that drives me nuts. Coach Super said it best. Like, you clearly know what you did. Somebody tried to get her involved because I was wearing one of her super hats. She gave it to me, morons. Speaking of Coach Super... If you're ever in the area, sign up for Super Studios 253, get discounts on classes with Chrome Code Mexi, and have a good time. Code Super and Super Studios 253, proud sponsor also of the Mexi My Matters podcast. That's the thing. Like, they're, they were there. Witnesses. There's video evidence. There's photographic evidence. There's proof. Yet, because of hearsay... She gets done. The fact that Derek Murphy from Marathon Investigations has never investigated any of my my races, and the fact that none of my results have got me disqualified or been removed. Like, oh, he must have cut this course. But wait a minute, they still have him as a finisher. But it's all the results. Why? How can he? Uh, because I actually ran the race, have pictures of me running the race, and finished in the time I said finished. When you're making up races that I supposedly did when I never did, yeah, that's how I know you're full of crap. So, this might be repetitive to some people, but again, a lot of critics 
friends of friends or just random people on Twitter and social media coming up to me like, well, wait a minute. You're acting a little harsh. Or even, especially with the wedding stuff. Friends, you're being a little too harsh on your buddy. No, I'm not. Because I'm tired of being there for people and not having people there for me. It's, it's, it's just the way it is. I help out everybody at my firm immediately because they need something. Oh, but when I ask for help, it doesn't get done. I have to eventually end up doing it myself. Yeah. That's what I thought. So. Everything stands, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, I hope you enjoyed the concept of don't be a hypocrite. I will never get mad at you for something I myself do. True story. And if you want to prove me wrong, go right ahead. Comment, subscribe, rate, let me know. Hit us up on social media, as always, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. All the episodes are on SoundCloud and iTunes. So now, again, I keep having to... I'm noticing the listeners are going up. Well, guess what? Because I finally taught some of you how to subscribe to a podcast. That way you don't have to find it. Yeah. And for my wedding, FYI, I legit have planned this to a T. There's no games. There's no... Nothing of importance is happening that weekend. It's a week after the Chicago Marathon. It's a week before the Columbus Marathon. Literally, there is no issues with it. The date was perfect. It's on a Sunday. Guess what? Call off work Monday if you're too drunk. So I don't want to hear any more nonsense. Be there if I invited you and you're not there. You're basically dead. I cannot reinforce that enough. So far, I have two DX members confirmed on my wedding. That literally is sad. Considering I was there to all of you. And you know how to reach me. So sending me a text telling me you're not coming six months in advance is nonsense. Especially unless you're in jail, in a coma, dying at the hospital... Even surgery. I, it would have to be immediate emergency surgery. You schedule a surgery for the day of my wedding. Yeah, that's insane. So yeah, if you can't make it, you might as well not talk to me anymore. If you're invited. On that note, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. And as always, whether it's a Mexican, there's a way. Till next time.